So we moved back to Studio B. We are. Uh, I, I like the look of it, Studio A, mainly because of the outdoors and everything. And it's fun because you get the airplanes that fly over. Yes, we and get airplanes, we get dogs, we get people, we get uh, um, cars. There's a parrot that lives down the street we'll hear on occasion. A parrot? Yeah, Maybe it's kind of cool. Yeah, we have an owl. And we have a studio audience right, for this so particular episode. So if there's a studio episode. audience, you need to make yourselves heard. Can we, like, clap? Okay. <laughs> Since okay. we're doing this outside, it's COVID-friendly as well. It is. All right. There's plenty of social distancing. The studio audience is in Carson City, and we are <laughs> here in northern Nevada, so it's, it's, it's nice. Um, there was a weird turn of events this week. A okay. job opening popped up in Chicago. All right. To be the Cubs announcer. Second time in 10 years that's appeared. Why? Did you apply? No. Oh, why not? I, no, because the first time I applied, they shut it down. <laughs> they sent me a pair of tickets two days before the day that they had the game. Thanks for applying. Here's a pair of tickets to any one of the April 3rd, 4th, or 5th games against the Padres. I'm like, I'm not flying to Chicago in the first week of April, let alone in less than 48 hours, to sit out in 20-degree weather and watch the team win. Or, yeah, okay. I give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Padres so you, aren't used to So you're telling weather. me that you didn't apply? I did not. Oh, all right. I'm sorry to... Listen, yeah. I'm not a fan of the Cubs, Heckler. Um, I, am, I, <laughs> I am a Yankees fan, tried and true. I will sometimes root for the Cubs when they play teams that I don't like, like the Red Sox or anybody the Yankees don't like. Uh, I will definitely step up and do that. Hi, how are you? Hello. Nice We're doing you. well. Yeah. It's uh, another episode of the Newman and Payton podcast. I've kind of lost track of the numbers. I think we are currently at 119. Okay. That's a good number. It is. I haven't any idea what number we are. And we are supposed to be talking about restaurants that have come and gone here in Northern Nevada. I like the keyword supposed to be. But we have a um, live studio audience, which means I have a very good feeling we're going to get derailed on any of our topics today. The first thing that we introduced a couple of weeks ago was the OG moment. Yes. Okay. Do you have something to add? Because I, I have two I, from today alone. I will go with we'll, we'll go with yours out of the start out of the gate for okay. starts. The OG moment that I had that started today was I turned on my sprinklers. Now you're saying to yourself, now what about that? How can you say, get off my lawn if you don't have sprinklers? So that's an OG moment. It's kind of separated. Was so. anybody standing on the lawn at the time? No, not yet. That would Because I mean, it's dead. Because it's still, <laughs> it's well, still no, March. Like sometimes but. you may have that neighbor who has that dog that can't seem to keep their oh. bowels to themselves. We so do have that neighbor. She doesn't have a dog. She just shows up in our yard. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, we know that neighbor. Yeah. She, yeah. She just she just so lurks she, in the background. It's she's yeah. there. She is there, Wilson. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> no because Wilson at least had uh, interjections that were entertaining. Okay, she's just creepy. All right, um, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my my one OG moment. My second OG moment was I tried to have some good times with the blender, and that did not turn out well. So when you say have good times with the blender, like, means where put we in food, put in drink, in in fruit and alcohol, and at the end, it's something that you can drink. So was that the like the giant popsicle thing that you were futzing around with in the kitchen? Actually, it turned out more like cold jam. Cold jam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which was kind of awful. And disappointing. So um, we got rid of that. So it it reminded me. No, we'll just drink beer. 
Oh, speaking of which, okay, go ahead. I know. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, go right ahead. Yeah, help me out, please. Yeah, it's the Beer of the Month Club time. Fantastic. So we have a reveal there. So you can, we can, we can pull the uh, Griswold. Yeah. Kiss my ass. Kiss your ass. Kiss his ass. And happy Hanukkah. And it's the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> yeah. One one of one of our studio honest members just asked if we're doing Beer of the Month every every week, every month. What are we asking? Yeah. Well, okay, so it was a, um, th there was a, I was gifted on Christmas, here's a beer, beer of the Month Club, and I thought it was going to show up at like the end of January, February, March. Sure. Well, here we are at the end of March, <laughs> and it's the second shipment, but it's a, it's a shipment of 12 bottles. So I'm very like excited three about different breweries, three different... I believe it's four different... Is it four? Four different okay. breweries, three bottles each. Oh. And it, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. So you have to pay I, well, I mean, it depends on, on your definition of how much I'm going to drink in one time, in one sitting. I would not advise drinking all of the beers at once. But, you know, I mean, if you're going to drink four to say, yes, I've had four beers. Okay. Um, okay. Right. Yeah. So let's see what Here the, uh, ah. Oh, man. We got a little breeze for the, uh, yes. for the big reveal. Man, awesome. Okay. So this never, and, and another uh, highlight to our studio audience, um, this shipment also comes with an instruction sheet it's about called beer? the frosted mug and it lets you know about the different breweries that you get uh, so you're this. wait a second so you're ruining it before you get to see the beer by reading what's in there no i just took a took a peek there's also a card in here that i can save 25 dollars and get free shipping on a six or 12 month gift membership or when i extend my own oh. so i think i'm okay. going to say so what do you got merry early christmas to myself and probably Extend that to myself. Um, okay, nice noise. taking that off. So here's one of the beers. You can take, take a look at yourself. that. I'll take it. And I will look at this as well. Flying Fish. Now, this was also in the last round. Uh, the same beer? The same company. Oh, okay. This is delicious. So it's it's uh, this will be great. It's a golden ale. Which, when I hold it up to the sun, and if anybody hasn't figured out, if I can see through the bottle, it's not worth my time. It's not see-through <laughs> bottle. It's brown. No, I'm talking about if I can see through the beer. And I can oh. see your face when I look through the bottle. That says to me, a little light for my palate. Okay, okay. so I'll swap. Let me see the next yeah, one. Yeah, so you, you, uh, you will most certainly not like the next one. I, on the other hand, won't have a problem with it. Uh, this mm, also comes from hoppy. Our, our friends Flying Fish. They've now uh, delivered a... Is it an IPA? Hopfish IPA. Hoppy. It's a Hoppy Flying Fish one of our IPA. Our audience members does not care for IPA. Boo on the oh, IPAs. Man. Okay, so a little backstory, uh, real quick for Once those. Again, pretty clean. Those in the uh, those, okay, those in the studio the audience. One. Hold on. Oh, all right. So, um, the, uh, when 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 your son graduated from high school and was about to take the journey into college, um, you had a get together out here in the patio, and right. there was a cooler that had all sorts of delicious beers, but some of those beers were IPAs, and I know exactly where IPA stands in this household. And I wanted to be the one that took those took those off your hands, so I enjoyed them, and oh, I continue okay. to drink those IPAs. All right, I do. We got one more. Uh, no, there's two more technically. Oh, uh, so okay. this is a. This is fun. Uh, I want to say this is a Sprecher, S P R E C H E R. It says special in my bottle. Well, special amber. Oh, oh, Sprecher is the uh, is the brewer. Is the brewer, yeah. Oh, but I was just reading the side there. that says special. special I was wondering amber. where you're getting all the extra letters. Nope, special okay. amber. All right. So Sprecher is that one. A Vienna-style lager. Yeah, that's... Okay. Vienna-style lager? Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Nope. 
Uh, I'm still pretty light. On board with this, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I'd like I'm down with all these beers. And what do we got? Oh Last man, one. especially this one. Mm. Here we go. So this no. one is a Sprecher as well, and this is an Abbey Triple Belgian style ale. Not bad. There we go. That's gonna have a little. So that that'll have a little body, body to, it? to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can still see through it. Their artwork on their label is pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, I do. Have to say. I dig a Sprecher. Yeah. I've never heard of Sprecher. I've heard Abbey of the Flying triple Fish, but not the Sprecher. And Special Amber. So it says Abbey Triple. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. There we go. Yeah. Okay, that's your Beer of the Month. Thank you. Uh, selections. I Very will good. have updates on these beers um, in upcoming episodes as I will bring them over, and uh, I will be oh. happy to share. I figure you just did the selfie in the socials and call it a day. I can do that. Also, you uh, you you gave me some static. About and I appreciate it. Uh, about being on the um, social media app Untapped. Oh, right. So, it's, so you more that you can check off. Because I told you, I told you last year, it's like twenty four hundred different beers to try, and I, I was like, but you really got me into the world of beer, and you, you said, so I believe it was something to paraphrase. I didn't tell you to try twenty four hundred beers. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So there we have it. All right. So our actual topic was restaurants that have gone away. Yes, that were here in northern Nevada that we right. enjoyed um, or okay. that we didn't have a chance to get to even after like they were gone. So, for instance, um, uh, like Spockies, as I keep going oh. back to that, it was a okay. childhood favorite as a kid. Uh, that, that was one of my favorites. It was a classic. Absolutely. Right in the middle of town, right uh, in. Is it exactly where Coaches is now? Where Coaches Bar and Grill, Sports Bar and Grill is now, yes, okay. in, uh, in Midtown, on the, on the edge of Midtown at Mount, Mount Rose and Virginia. Yes, that's exactly where it is. All right. Huh. I, that's interesting. I, I knew that it was close. I wanted to say it was further up the row, but mm. okay. Yeah, Spoggy's and uh, that was Spoggy's Lunchbox. Was that another location? It, no, I don't think so. I mean, that may have been the, the hmm. that may have been the place. Spoggy's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it was just, a bar, but for some reason it had good Italian it food. It had great Italian just, food. Yeah. All right. That was a that was a classic thing. So, talking about last time I brought up Mimi's Hideaway. Yes. Which was this place down south edge of town, across the street from what is now Whole Foods and that little L thing where Circuit, Circuit City, City was originally before they moved and moved again, okay. and then went out of business. But it was back in the corner, and I only remember it because. <laughs> They always had an A-frame and the guy pointing to the restaurant okay. on the road. And we lived or drove by that enough times that I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I don't remember anything about the restaurant specifically. I just remember the guy yeah, pointing to Mimi's Hideaway. When we ended uh, the last episode with with your reference to that, right. I mean, I, I think I looked at you like you had three heads because I couldn't remember that place to save my life. Sure, because it was a little, it was one of those things. Like if you're down south and it was one of those little locals places, then you would know Mimi's Hideaway. You know, that's the way those things work. Absolutely. The, the little uh, thing, thinking about the big chains that have come and gone, like Mel's down here just closed. Oh, really? Yeah. South which, of town. Which is kind of interesting. That is. Um, but I always think about, when I think of Mel's, honestly, I think of Bob's Big Boy. Okay. Because it's like the same thing reinvented. Because hmm. it's kind of the same milkshakes and burgers. Mel's Diner food. made its debut in American Graffiti, the yes. uh, Steven Spielberg movie. Right. Well, yeah, set in Fresno, California. Fresno? 
At the time, uh, I remember being a freshman in high school when we were writing on stone tablets, and um, Fresno at the time was the number one city in America to have your car stolen. <laughs> okay. I, I remember that vividly. That's a, that's a stat I'm sure everybody in Fresno is really thrilled you brought back well, up. Well, I mean, like, look, you, if, if Chico, California, where home of Chico State is, is home of the, the party cap, party college capital of, you know, of the United States. In the 80s and early 90s, sure. Sure. When they had the Pioneer Days and all that stuff. Okay. Pioneer. Now, there's a segue. <laughs> The Pioneer Casino and the Pioneer Inn. Oh, yes. There's a nice hangover spot. Oh, man. That in the Comstock. If we're going to go, oh. you do the uh, the all-night breakfast program at the Comstock. The Comstock's food gave me the worst heartburn. <laughs> they had these, they had like chicken enchiladas and I, for whatever reason, because I don't know what it's like to keep putting my hand in the fire and not know what it's like <laughs> to have it continuously get burned. And in other words, keep eating. I keep did. Eating. I kept and eating. And I hurt and keep eating. Yes, it okay. sucked. And yeah. I was like, this is really delicious. And then an hour later, I'm like, why did I eat that? Yes. This is some of the worst food in my life. It's terrible. Okay. Does <clears throat> the Eldorado still have Tivoli Garden? Tivoli Gardens is long gone. It is. So um, Tivoli because Gardens was the one with the, the gargoyles on the wall. Yeah. Right? And when that first opened, they moved. Yes. Which was fantastic. Yes. And then they stopped moving, and that was a bummer. But Tivoli Garden was the first restaurant I remember eating in that had a menu like a dictionary. Mm-hmm. You, it was like 30 pages, and you're like, this is killing me. I, I don't even know where to start or end. Because they had, oh, here's the Italian. Oh, here's the Chinese. Here's the breakfast menu. And it was 24 hours a day, all of it. But they have, a, they, they also have, they still have, should I say, the barbecue sauce recipe from back then. Now, okay, which is great because I barbecue sauce. Yeah, I order like one of my staples that I get. One of my comfort staples is uh, I eat uh, one of my sandwiches that I order at two thirty in the morning when I've had a lot to drink at Brew Brothers. Um, is a grilled ham and cheese. All right, and then I get it with the fries, and then I ask for a side of barbecue sauce. Ninety nine point seven percent of the time, there's that point three percent that it hasn't. But ninety nine point seven percent of the time, the barbecue sauce always comes out hot, and I'm always excited about it. Hot barbecue sauce. I am down with it. I want it. I want to throw it to on, go the on the fries and roll all over it. It's that good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we know how you are with condiments. You you don't hold back with the condiment I, program. We've af- talked I'm about that. Not afraid of them. No, you're not. No, I enjoy like them. The whole let's throw the whole uh, ketchup packet in the mouth with the fries and before that it happens. There's the segue to we've mentioned it a few other times. The the hot dog place I was there at Ben at Frank's Kinsky and, and uh, Moana. Yeah. Ben Franks. No, it was Virginia and Moana. Virginia and Moana, big apartment. Yeah, what is now Walgreens. Walgreens. Would have been the parking lot. It was just this little standalone building, and it was drive through hot dogs. Kitsky and Moana had New York pizza, and right. before that, they were across the street next to the warehouse, and they were in a little strip next to uh, Porta Subs right there. Where oh, right, before the they moved into the old 7-Eleven. Yes. All right. Yeah, and then they moved down here and got the big fancy place. Mm-hmm. It was a whole different program. But yeah, New York Pizza, did it change when it moved? It hasn't. Yeah, in fact, the Would last you time, say it's the same pie? Still the same pizza. I had slices there about right. a year ago. And because um, uh, we were all, I remember down the way, uh, Beer and V having slices. And then I was like, I need pizza. And yeah. went across the street and got a, got a couple slices, an olive slice and a mushroom Wait, slice. And did you do the Frogger program? I did not. Oh, Waited that would for be the, fun. the uh, what do they call that? You drove. The crosswalk. Oh. Oh. You didn't drive. Oh, okay. No, I was lit up. Okay. There's no way I was going to drive. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So um, you didn't do the Frogger program? Did not. No, okay. no Frogger. Um, I, I, and that actually happens in my neighborhood, which is known as Midtown Reno. 
and there's uh, they, the city of uh, RTC, uh, whatever, the construction company that has three letters, um, they decided to make Virginia Street just like a, a tube from Liberty to basically Plum. Uh, Plum. Okay. And it's one lane, north-south, and there are people who arbitrarily decide that, oh, traffic's going to stop for me. No, you, it's not going to stop because I'd like, there's no, you're not in a crosswalk, get out of the street. I'm going to keep driving. So then people flip me off like I'm the bad guy when they're not in the crosswalk. Again, you, it doesn't work like that. How's that for okay. censorship, by the way? So there's, yeah, I was about to say, you went and did that to all of yourself. So there's that whole argument about, okay, are you supposed to um, give to pedestrians or only if they're in crosswalks? Cor correct. If they're in a crosswalk. Now, now the, I've heard both ways. The definition of a crosswalk in, in Nevada is like there's a weird definition to it. I learned this from a lawyer. After hitting somebody? Almost. And okay. ironically, it was a lawyer. And like, Wait, I, you almost hit a lawyer? A lawyer. Oh. He was uh, by Brewer's Cabinet. He has an office Oh, there. yeah. There's a lot of lawyers yeah, over dude. there. And I was yeah, dude. You better watch who you're hitting. I was coming down Arlington, and a guy was like trying to cross the street or whatever, and I holler at him at the car. I was like, it'd be awesome if you were in the crosswalk. He's like, this is a crosswalk. And I pull out of the winter, going to Winter's Corner, and he was standing across the street, like, you know, waiting for me to come out. And I go, what? And he goes, do you want to see the crosswalk laws? I go, absolutely. And I put my thing. Do you want to see the crosswalk laws? Okay. And I put whatever, I think I bought like a couple of rock stars and threw them in the car and then walked across the street and he was like... Into I'm... his office? Yes. Okay, did he draw the shade? Did they get weird? No. Oh, okay. I walked in with him because his, like his, his assistant kind of like gave me a double take like, uh, okay. I don't You're a new client. remember you having an appointment. And he, like he, he came down from the ledge a little bit and he, he toned down a little bit, but he was like, look... This is a crosswalk, and I'm going to show you. And he showed me in the, the the traffic law street, this, that, and the other of City of Reno ordinance broken down into this and that and page whatever chapter 96, and there it is. And I, it, you go, you can go from like a corner of the street. So, for instance, where Liberty ends at Arlington, right? Okay. If you are at the corner, which would be the south, uh, sorry, the northeast corner of Liberty and Arlington, so you are now by the gas station. Right. Okay? And you want to cross the street from that corner across to where you want to, not diagonal to Brewer's Cabinet. Right. But you're going to the buildings across the way. Technically, according to Nevada law, that is a crosswalk. To go diagonally across the street where to there's no marking. straight across the street. You can't go oh. diagonal. Right. Because clearly you're jaywalking. But if you go across... Okay, That's what so you're going from corner to corner is what he's saying is essence, a crosswalk. Yes. Okay. And I read it in the book. You know in our studio audience we have a cop, right? That's true. Ha-ha! <laughs> okay. So. My point is, at 14 minutes, he could have told you it's corner to corner. We could have moved on. Listen, he All wasn't right. there with me in the car at the time okay. when I almost hit the lawyer. All right. Yeah. So on that corner that was Brewer's Cabinet was Chocolate Bar. It was Chocolate Bar. Which was a really fun... Can we get yeah. a round of applause for Chocolate Bar? Everybody liked the Chocolate Bar. Okay. That was such a fun... That was such a fun... Man, I hope things go well at the end of this date program. That's where you went with the Chocolate Bar. 
Yeah, because then, um, so Kevin, who owned Chocolate Bar, he was one of the right. owners. Kevin and his wife, Brittany, actually have a house up the way from here. Okay. Uh, they're in what, like some super gated community, but not David Coverdale, <laughs> David uh, David right. gated community. Okay. But yeah, he, they're in that area. And they had the extended, because remember, they started downtown right. uh, in that building that is now the stick. And it was uh, some like nightclub that was, you know, like a tube, again, of... Behind the theaters. Uh, yes. Right. And, um, and they then started there, they or started did they there. move there from the Arlington mm -mm. thing? So they started oh, okay. there, and then they opened the second one at Arlington, right there at Arlington in California, right, where Brewers Cabinet is now. And then they busted out a third down the way at the summit. At the summit, yeah. And then something tells me something went bad with an employee, and that's what screwed everything up. I think they sold things. Uh, Kevin sold it or whatever, and that's what happened. Right. Cho but Chocolate Bar was definitely a, and a now solid go. Where Chocolate Bar was at Summit is now Noble Pie Summit. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, keeping downtown but not going into the casinos, there were little spots through downtown, one of which, former employee, Dairy Queen, downtown. Dairy Queen, yeah. Oh, man. Yes. It's so weird and sad, but like. Weird and sad. It's, it's weird to drive by um, Fifth and Virginia. I thought you were going to tell me all the different places that no longer exist because we talked about that. We have. You have like seven former employee existences that no longer, like the building is gone. Accurate. It's completely gone. Yeah. And so it, that's one of them. It's, it, and that's, that's why I'm saying it, that's the sad part because right. the, there were a lot of fun memories that were made in that building. All right. A lot of, uh, a lot of, you know. Chocolate dip cones. I was, I'm trying to think, was I, I was, I was eating beef at that time. So I used to eat <laughs> bacon double cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ha-ha! <laughs> he was so excited to tell I you. I was, because I, I get heckled about when I tell people I don't eat beef, and all of a sudden they're like, so you're a vegetarian? I'm like, no, I just don't eat beef, you jerk. But you like Fish, buffalo. turkey, bacon, pork. Buffalo. Uh, what else? I think bacon. I talked you into a kangaroo sandwich once. Chicken, kangaroo. Yeah, we did kangaroo. Um, I'm trying to think. I had another uh, weird burger patty somewhere. I had ostrich. That's bird. I enjoy bacon. It's, so you it's know, it's just a ginormous chicken. Um, it's good. Yeah. Have you done the buffalo thing? Uh, but like gone to buffalo? No. Actually eaten buffalo. I was gonna say I've been to buffalo a few times. Um, I don't remember. Buffalo is pretty tasty. Okay. Tastes a lot like beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, dogs are yelling. So now. down. Yeah. Here we are. Studio two. It mm -hmm. just does that. Um, the uh, right around the corner was the breakaway. Now, up the street. Yeah. They didn't have food. Then they did have food. They didn't have food. It was kind of a strange little spot because they'd moved down from the university so, when they took over that building. Do you remember our friend Rick Grasser? <laughs> sure. Rick Grasser. Tumbleweed Rick. The Tumbleweed Bar and Grill. I think Rick was part owner of the breakaway because he was such a diehard San Diego Chargers fan that Rick, because they were a Chargers yeah. bar. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I know that being a former Raiders fan. Okay. So they were. That so, was that was a place you don't go if you're a Raiders fan. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget the beer barrel before. Yeah, beer barrel. Oh, well, beer the barrel. Oh, the barrel is the barrel is now Jimmy John's across the street no, from the bowl, which is really a strange thought because if you knew what went on in the barrel, hey now, and you think that they could clean that place up and make it a sandwich place, that's kind of a hard, that's a hard ask. The beer barrel. Yeah. Awesome. We just. It's funny because. Our studio audience called it Beer Barrel. You call it, we just knew it as The Barrel. 
You, ah. didn't, you didn't call it the beer barrel. Okay. It was the barrel. Okay. Um, I but didn't go was, to the, the university. So, I, I mean, right. the, and coming from the radio background, you always introduced it as, as the beer barrel on the right. radio. Right, because that was the formal name. Well, I mean, like the mud sharks are playing at the beer barrel on Saturday night. Right. Or yeah. whatever. And then six square feet of a stage. Oh, Uh-oh, we're getting wow. service. being served tequila? Thank you. And By your beautiful wife? Thank you. Hooky. Thank you, Amy. All right. Hey, now. So. All right. Salute. And got a little Salute. tap and a little... There it is. Right on the head. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So nice. the best thing about that tequila, obviously no chaser, and that's that's one of my favorites. Um, I just got a wincing, uh, a grimacing wince from one of our studio audience members. Pregnancy. Yeah. She she is. Yeah. Um, being prego does not make alcohol look good. Listen, when she's, I imagine being pregnant, you are probably like a superhero, and all of your senses are like. You, you know, yeah, you're in Northwest Everything's Reno heightened. and Chris yeah. Payne is drinking tequila somewhere in Carson City. She's like, ah, oh, why is he having Patron again? Yeah. I could think it's like, how does she know I'm drinking Patron in Carson City? That's weird. At 11 right. o'clock in the morning. Because um, you post everything online. I don't. Okay. I used to. <laughs> have, you, have you cut back a little bit on the socials? I've curtailed. And, okay. And large in part to being um, a social media manager for now businesses, several, and you know, you don't necessarily have the free time that you once did. All right. So, you know, when I, when people tell me, when I run into friends, they're like, ah, you post so much on Facebook. I'm like, not really. I mean, I, sh- okay. I share a thing or two, like maybe three times a week, maximum. All right. Maximum. And I put this podcast up. Selfies in the car? No dice. That oh. uh, that would be in the stories. You're done with that? That would be Facebook stories. Oh. Uh, Instagram stories. Let's be clear. Okay. They are captioned. You just I don't see it. The captions never show up for me. Oh. Ruh-roh. Thank you for the okay. shot. It was delicious. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So you know, you, you got to be selective with that heckling. Yes. I know how that works. I do too. So when you uh, well, too well. head out from uh, downtown, you go out. We were talking about the breakaway. Yeah. In the barrel. But you head out 4th Street <laughs> and you hit Keystone. Keystone was a mecca oh, man. when I went to Reno High. Fifth and Keystone. So the Keystone Q and Cushion. Are we talking about that? Well, you had the Keystone Q and Cushion, which had amazing fries. Oh, their fries were the best. That was, I don't know what they did. I oh. think it was because they hadn't changed their oil the entire time that place was open. I'm fine with that. But it was an amazing thing. And now, I guess, uh, the only thing that's close to that are the fries under the awful awful, which you won't eat. But the fries are amazing I didn't, downtown at the Nugget. I did not like those. Because to me, A, they weren't fresh cut the way Keystone Q and Cushion right. fries were. Um, B, they gave you enough fries to fill the state of Iowa. Yeah, I know. There's the entire bottom of the basket. I mean, and, and by the time it came down to like toward the end of that, you're paying, like the food you're paying for, you're basically paying for like 19 cents worth of fries. And yeah. they, they, they were charging you for, you know, like this astronomical amount for a burger that I understood over time was great but then as it's on on its last leg it wasn't so good yeah they it started to slide when they realized okay we're about done with this program which was too bad because it was a mainstay my son went there for his birthday like yeah. four years in a row because Absolutely. oh an awful awful for his birthday and i remember doing a uh, a um, bar hop um bachelor party downtown okay and we went from bar to bar to bar and we stopped at and I'm like, oh, thank God, I have not eaten. <laughs> and we've had five different stops. 
and it was supposed to be like baseball. So this was like the seventh inning stretch. Okay. And we finally get to eat something. Oh boy. You know, seven drinks in. Oof. Good plan. One of them is, you know, you have to do the yard long beer at Shooters downtown. Hey, we had a good time at Shooters. Yeah, we did have for a good your time. bachelor party. Yes, we did. That was lots fun. Of, lots of karaoke. Yeah. But uh, um, so you head out to Keystone. Like I said, going to Reno High, mm -hmm. that was like this amazing thing because it had everything there. And now everything has been thrown up in the air and landed in a different place, it has. which is really weird. Yeah. Uh, Have you been watching the construction that's happening out there? I try not to. Okay. Well, I mean, it, what do like, you mean by that? Okay. So you look at all the construction, all the like the, the buildings that that whole section of oh, the Keystone you're was talking leveled. about the Fountain District. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool that they're doing all of that stuff. Leveled. Yeah. And, and so, somehow the gold and silver is still there. Uh, well, that's fourth, but fifth and Keystone. Well, but I mean, that whole district's from second to fifth, isn't it? It is, but um, second, but second to fifth, you're going nor uh, uh, south to north. South to north. Right. I'm talking going east to west. I know, but what I'm saying is, what they're going to try and do is literally from Virginia Street to Keystone, yeah. from second to fifth, yeah. is going to be reimagined eventually. Yeah, and it's it's worth. And that's I, a lot of I, lot of stuff out there. I think it's working, but at, at fifth fifth and Keystone, where right. Keystone Q and Cushion, Fresh Max, all that stuff was right there. Oh right, like it's all wiped out, and yeah. there's there's a building that's gone up. It looks like basically it's, everything from Wendy's over Wendy's, to yeah. uh, Keystone. And it looks like there's going to be like a fast food place right there. But okay. I know, like rumor has it. We were supposed to get uh, Cracker Barrel right there, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where they were allegedly that's huh. talking about the first I heard location. a long time ago, all the way back up to the freeway, because there's a ton of room that's mm -hmm. actually up to the freeway behind where Q and Cushion was. True. Um, they're going to put a Walmart in there at one point. Oh. That was that was talk. That was we need another one of those. Yeah, I know. And How I think they built it elsewhere. Looking at, at uh, everything. Yeah, um, we're doing it. Okay, so uh, fifth and Keystone, Keystone Q and Cushion. Fantastic. Uh, food is Go, wonderful. Move back down, and that was the only and last and first original Taco Bell in its original format. Oh man, that it's was like a hair right salon or something now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the Taco it's a hair salon. It is. So they have uh, there. There's a Taco Bell uh, in Carson on Highway 50, of the same. It, it, oh, yeah. And uh, uh, in Sparks Easy. on Greenbrae. Okay. Um, there's a, that's called Taco Nazo. Oh, okay. And that like the struck the, the structure of that building, the way the windows are. There's a hair salon out in on Green Bay that's in the old uh, fish fry place that's shaped like a boat. I think that's a hair salon now too. Oh, next to Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. No. Yeah. yeah and Taco Nazo is delicious. Yeah. 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 No, but across the street from the Greenbury Shopping Center. Yeah, no, where there's that boat shape, but that's that's now a hair salon. But the building that was uh, that was a Taco Bell is Taco Nazo. Oh, oh this food is so good there. Taco Nazo. Oh my God, it's so good. Taco Bell when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Taco Nazo is so delicious. Yeah. Oh man. But it's it's funny they moved in like before the trench was built for the train tracks to go underneath downtown, mm -hmm. right on the railroad tracks was. Uh, Burger King and Burger King jumped across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a weird thing. And we did Burger King a ton yeah. for whatever reason. And it's funny because you you like cycle through th certain things. Like you did Taco Bell when they had the 59, 79, 99 menus. Absolutely. Oh man, you could just load up and you'd be all good. So there was there was a, a, a an instance, our mutual friend of ours, um, Devious. Right. We went to go, <clears throat> excuse me, we were eating 
we I think we we were running around. It was him. It was me. We were in his brown Volkswagen Rabbit. Okay. Okay. And Bob. Bob backward. Right. And we went to the Taco Bell at uh, Neil Road. And at the time, it was Del Monte in Virginia. But now it's Neil Road in Virginia. Right. Right? By the Mimi's Hideaway. Yeah. We went in there. And I remember Bob uh, went to, because we, like, Devious and I put in our food orders. Bob was after us. And, like, we're sitting there. We had. And by the way, Bob can put away food. Bob so. could put away food. I don't yeah. know if he still does at the same time. Yeah. But now, as he did then. But Bob, we had an Allison Reynolds moment with Bob. Do you know who she is? Maybe. So do you remember the Breakfast Club when Allison Reynolds is doctoring up her sandwich? Oh. And she goes the... to take a bite and everybody's staring at her? Yes. Okay. So Bob had, Bob had like seven, I think it was like seven green burritos on his plate, on his tray. And he was doing the hot sauces, doing everything. And Devious and I are sitting there, like watching Bob do, like doctor everything up. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> he like stops. He goes to take a bite and he sees Devious staring at him. And I'm like, I look at Bob too, and Bob goes, "What?" Devious goes, "Why? Why do you need seven burritos?" He goes, "I'm hungry." And he goes, "After seven burritos?" <laughs> but just the look on Devious' face. Yes. He was mortified. So, speaking of Devious, your wife would appreciate this story because this goes back uh, almost 30 years ago. It was New Year's Eve. We had a oh. Z-Rock show. Okay. With Mr. Uh, the the band at the time was Mr. Buzzsaw and the Blasphemy Boys. Devious's band. And our okay. And our boss at the radio station, if you remember right, was Sam Freeze. Oh man. And Sam had. This was so great. It was always snowing in Sam's house. So. Okay. So, we went. We went to. We went to the Cantina Los Tres Hombres for dinner, before okay. the show. Okay. And it was the Cantina where Chihuahuas is now. All oh right. okay. Yeah. And I didn't get to finish my food, but I wanted to get it to go. And I rode with Devious to the show, and it was great because the show was at the Tumbleweed. It was okay. awesome. It was like a hell of a way to ring in the new year. The show was great. The, everything was awesome. And it was... We packed that place for that show. Oh, my God. The show was so good. The place was packed. Like, everything the, everything the about... This show? It was I New Year's Eve. Going. That was, was New Year's Eve. 1990. Yeah, 90 to 91. No. No. But I was living with the roommate, if you remember at the time, my roommate, Eric. Yeah. He and I were living together. Right, up in the Northeast. I had, you know, uh, yeah, off of Wells. Right. And I got, a, like, I was at the at home doing something, at, and all of a sudden, I get a rap on the door. I'm like, who the hell is here? It's around Valentine's Day. Like, Eric and Stacy already, that was the, my roommates, they already had their stuff. So I opened the door. It was, it was UPS. He was like, hey, I've got a delivery for uh, Chris Payne. You know, that's me. He goes, yeah, sign here. Okay, signed. And I kind of took the box. I'm like, kind of shaking. I'm like, oh man, it sounds broken. I'm like, this isn't good. This can't be good. And I open it up, and I pull out this styrofoam container that, on the top of the container, it said "Merry Christmas from Devious." I go, what the <laughs> hell? And I opened it up, and it was my food from New Year's Eve. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that is so devious. And I uh. and I called him. I called him, and I go. What the hell? And he goes, oh, pain. I'm so glad you got the food. It was sitting in my car for so long. And it was making my car smell like I had a dead animal in there. I love you. Click. Wow. <laughs> and that was that. UPS, your leftovers. It was that's a, what you get for leaving them behind. Easily one of the best pranks that's ever happened to me. Wow. In my life, yeah. And it sounded broken. It did. 
Because I thought like somebody had like whatever kicked the box, pet detective or whatever later on down the uh, line. And yeah, so there it was. Uh, yeah, that's that's nasty. I thought I thought yeah. you'd appreciate that. So down at that same building, uh, is no, not that same building. What is now Marietta's before Marietta's moved from uh, Neil the and. Yeah, in front of the Pink okay. Scolaris. Yeah. In 1986, opened up with an unbelievable place. It was called Cafe 32. You remember that? I remember. There was like a Thai place, right? No. It was, <laughs> it wasn't anything. It was just American Bistro. Okay. And their big thing was they planted palm trees in front of the building. Wow. In Northern Nevada. In Reno, yeah. Yeah. And they were great during the summer. And that first, that first oh. winter is no bueno. Yeah. But... Yeah, they had palm trees that kind of did the whole cross thing, kind of like the uh, In-N-Out logo like the In burger. In-N-Out logo, yeah. Yeah, uh, burger logo. But yeah, Cafe 32 down in front of the Pink huh. Scolaris when that was the going place. And the stories I heard, because I was in high school, I was a little kid, but I heard the stories of the bathroom. It was straight out of Miami Vice. Wow. Like everybody's got the... the uh, the overdone like the blazer? silk blazer and the um, piles of snow on the counter in the oh, uh, in the bathroom, and that's what went on at Cafe Thirty Two. Okay. And um, if you were from here and you're of that age, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was that was a scene." What about the building where Marshall Realty is now? Do you remember what that was? That was. Uh, uh, the original Marie Callender's. The original yeah. Marie Callender's. Give it up for the Newmans for the win. Yes. Yes. And what was cool about that were their pies were amazing. Yes. From there. And then Marie Callender's moved. Uh, Mikasa too. No, the other way. The old uh, famous Murphy's. Oh, next door. Yeah. Kiski yeah. and Virgin or Gentry. Yeah. Yeah. Before That's what I meant to bring up. Thank famous you. Murphy's was leveled. And Famous Murphy's is interesting because that whole thing, that whole uh, Vagabond Inn and all that, yeah, yeah. was built by the same people that owned the MGM. Huh. Because the MGM actually was a corporation that had a local ownership aspect to it, and they wanted their employees much the way the employees of Harris lived at River Inn on yeah. Coonsley. Yeah. They wanted them to live at the Vagabond Inn. And Interesting. Famous Murphy's was the restaurant to go with it that they would. And when they leveled that building and sold that land, it was actually sold from the a offshoot of Metro Golden Mayor's estate. Okay, so it's pretty nuts. Here's a here's a fun radio fact for you. Um, before it it and, and it was actually probably at the time when we should have been paying royalties to artists, but we <laughs> weren't. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time when I worked at 96 Rock at, at KRZQ, we ran a commercial for Famous Murphy's because I did, I, I did Graveyard. I was on the air right. on, uh, overnight. And one of the commercials we always ran, every single stop set, was for Famous Murphy's. But it ran the Eric Clapton song. After Midnight. After Midnight. Which was produced at Z-Rock down the street from you. So, that said... Yeah, we ran it a lot for a long time. I remember this spot and like, I was like, I always wondered who did this song. I had no idea it was Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah. Until, I, know, right? I don't know, however many years later. Yeah, we we bastardized that for, and yeah, that was a, that was <clears> a <throat> Xerox thing that everybody wanted that production. That was one of the few yeah. things that, yeah. So, so. there was that. Um, and we, by the way, that, that bar, that was a scene all by itself because it was oh, one man. of the few places that you could get good food at 11 o'clock till 4 in the morning. 
if uh, we can also tie in another place that was a staple of that same nature, Rapscallion. By the way, right Still there. there. Uh, Still It is? Ha ha! I didn't know that. Oh yeah. When did that happen? Oh, it shut down uh, about a little over a year ago. Oh, that's too bad. And so... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Our so, studio audience still has gift cards to Rapscallion. So Rapscallion... Let me um, buy those from you. They're... Yeah. I, I have... Wait, wait a minute. There's... Um, <laughs> he just told me I have to pay more than I, I don't, face value. I don't know if it's going to reopen as Rapscallion. Okay. I'm um, just saying, because I was at PJ's for breakfast this morning. Okay. And directly across right. the street is Rapscallion. Sure. The sign painted over, like everything, like they have the fence up, they're doing right. construction. Okay. So something's going to go in there because it's a, it was, I mean, a classic, classic mainstay of the power lunch. Mm-hmm. You went in there with the high boots and mm-hmm. the heavy leather and the dark wood, and you made sure you got your dirty martini, and it was the place to go. I remember doing, a little over 20 years ago, doing a, a WWF lunch with yeah. Randy Orton at for the, at Rapscallions for the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> yeah, World Wildlife Foundation. The World that. Wrestling Federation oh, okay. Okay. was here in town and uh, we we okay. did it, it was we did a lunch at Rapscallion and it was it was the food was incredible. Randy Orton met I don't know how many people. He cool. was super awesome. He's the son of Cowboy Bob Orton. And uh, I know that means nothing to you, but it means something to somebody listening uh, who Somewhere. would love wrestling. Uh, okay. Maybe my friend Wes Styles in Illinois. Okay. Uh, there's a drop for you. But yeah, so so there was the, the lunch with Randy Orton. Um, there were, there were, the last time I had food there, um, I have no trouble saying this, two shots of tequila or otherwise. Uh, it was dreadful. Um, the <laughs> service was terrible. And all I could hope was they were going to turn things around. So... Hmm segue to all this or should i say put a cap on it um i my fingers are crossed that they actually bounce back and things are awesome oh yeah you want buildings like that to not sit empty that's not good for our city i mean and then right across the street was one of my all-time favorites that i think you uh introduced me to and that was ito's burritos yeah that was ito's burritos was a classic ito's burritos was the closest to that cool mom and pop Southern California burrito place that you could find like where they did the massive California burrito. Yeah, the this the massive burritos with just piles of rice or if you wanted rice and beans and then the the really well done chicken or steak or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Ito's burritos was the only one in town and I know there are other ones that have come and gone and they're around, but there's something about an Ito's burritos burrito that was just so good. Noggles! Noggles. Let's get some love for the old school here. Wow. Oh, man. Because there, there, there were punk no, rock flyers. I wasn't flyers. up that early. There were punk rock flyers back in the day that had a picture of Dick Noggle on there. And with the, with the Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, black bar across the eyes that said, Dick Noggle says, go see Seven Seconds at the infirmary <laughs> or whatever. And it was so great. Like, MDC would be playing the show. And, and So Noggles had their main location that I think of was right next door to your one of your old radio stations. Oh, yeah, on Plum. On Plum there. Yeah. Be, uh, between that they and the old park three lane. locations, totally. And then... There was the one out on, uh, out in Sparks on, on Audi. Audi. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? The third one was on uh, on Virginia, South Virginia, by Meadowood. Oh right, right, that right. Was that was the oh, last the, one to open. Okay, 
And then they all became Del, Del, Del Tacos, Taco, yeah. basically. Okay, but yes, and Nargles. Nargles. No, no. Well, well, the one next to the yeah. radio station is Super is Burrito. Super burrito and the Super but all burrito. the other Ooh. ones became Del Taco. The one, uh, the, the Noggles, there was also one by Denny's and Sparks off the freeway. That's also Super Burrito now. Oh, that right. That was the Noggles, too. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Over behind the Nugget, oh, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. On Nugget Avenue there. Yeah. There we go. So. Wow. And, you know, here's the thing. This entire conversation would be remiss if we didn't at least get some love in for some pizza places that are okay. long gone. And like, let me let me go right to the friggin. I'll go start at the top and work our way down from there. Shaky's Pizza. Oh, up on Keystone. Keystone. You've got uh, there was one at Sparks on Audi. Okay. That's now like a Mexican uh, nightclub or something, <laughs> a dance hall okay. or whatever. Vaqueros. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Vaqueros. Yeah. Uh, that's also Fernley's uh, mascot. Wow. There's a Fernley High School. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you've got Shaky's Pizza, Straw Hat Pizza. Straw Hat was the uh, was one? the go-to. Z pizza, yes, that also qualifies. It's a little later, but yeah. it still qualifies. The uh, the Straw Hat pizza was on the edge of what was Shopper Square that will be something else here soon. So Straw Hat pizza, uh, as you, you also referenced in another one of our episodes, mm -hmm. uh, with the, 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 the- The gun game. The, the trap shoot or whatever it is, mm -hmm. like the skeet game. Yeah, That's what where you had the wireless controller from across the room, yes. and everybody stared at the big screen because it was larger than any other television in the room. Because the straw hat, where La Michoacana is now on South Virginia, by Olive Garden okay. and McDonald's, is that was a straw hat pizza. Right. I remember. And then you had the other classic one that I have to bring up once again, because I brought this up before. Yeah. What was our, what is Olive Garden down at that part of town down okay. south? Victoria Station. Victoria Station, yes. I always forget the name of that. Yeah. I had my uh, junior... Where they literally had... Prom dinner there. There you I go. junior prom dinner at Jeremiah's. Jeremiah's? So we did... I, <laughs> Let's get some love for Flaky Jakes too while we're at it. Come on. Yeah, Flaky Jakes and Jeremiah's. I did Jeremiah's for a prom date uh, dinner as well. Jeremiah's, that's what was by the friggin... The, what is the Redwood yeah. Grill now? Yeah. Then And before that, it was Caro's. And that was Jeremiah's. crazy. I couldn't remember Jeremiah's. Yeah. All right. No, we're not done. They knocked the building down. They not only knocked the building down, they knocked Flaky Jake's down. Jeremiah's is still up. No. No. Jeremiah's is gone. Jeremiah's On the corner of gone. Virginia Street and Kitsky there? Oh, oh, oh. The yes. Grill? That was Caro's. Club. Yeah. It was right next to that in that field next to, is that the gun shop? Uh, the yeah, the yeah. McCabe's gun the, shop there. Maccabee. 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 Yeah. Then, That's how often uh, I go in there. Hey, Sharon. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, but here's the thing. We don't, we're not done with the pizza places. Because okay. we, we didn't get, honestly, we didn't give love for Bojo's in Sparks on Adi. Oh, Bojo's. Come on. They had really good chicken wings. Incredible chicken wings. Okay. <laughs> it was it the whole wing? Well, I mean, it may have been. No, that would, the whole wing was found at um, uh, uh, Joe uh, Bob's. Joe Bob's. Joe yeah, Bob's yeah. chicken wings were solid. That shenanigans. Still shenanigans is still amazing, but they're still open. Yeah. And, but no, you're thinking about scruples. Scruples. Scruples in the corner. Scruples had great wings. No, they didn't. They were the size of your index finger. Those, those are the wings. Those are the wings at Imperial before Imperial closed. There they used to have like, oh, they made such a big deal. We have 25 cent wings. I'm like, they're the size of a fingernail. Yeah, yeah. No, all you're doing is eating bone. Yes, like this isn't very fun. Yeah. But wait, there's more. If we also get bochos in there, there was also frescoes. On on Center Street, 
around the corner, what would be behind Junkie as you keep going. Fresco's yeah. where the water cooler place is. Yeah. Right. Crystal Springs was the water place, and across the street was Fresco's. Fresco. One of our first Fresco's pizza? Fresco's was delicious. Oh. They had a sourdough so, pizza uh, crust. So a little, uh, a little shout out to uh, Bill, um, part of the neighborhood group. That was his restaurant. Oh, Bill uh, Johnson. Yeah. So, but wait, then... Did you just comb your mustache in the middle of this? I have a brush, and I okay. just brush my mustache. All right, so um, let's also touch on... Wow, we got weird there. Okay. Let's let's touch we on... We do have the video camera going. We have, you do not have the video camera going, because okay. the lens cap is on. That's a move that I would do. <laughs> um, it's true. Um, Trent's place, that is where Mellow Fellow is now at 300 E 2nd Street, downstairs, Trent had slice... Yeah. Pizza by the slice, or right. whatever. So Trent, who's the the beer guy behind Silver Peak Brewery, it's sold it's by the way. Longtime family friend. Yeah. Uh, they own Shenanigans as well. They did. Uh, yeah. He does still, I believe. Um, I thought some lady whose name starts with a P owns. Oh, it. maybe he sold it to her. But yeah, he's he was the the brew guy behind, and he actually started up at the lake. Huh. Uh, in that big house that's in front of the Calneva up on the uh, North Shore there. Wow. That was his first th uh, job out of brewery school. Okay. And then came down here and uh, got some investors to start up Silver Peak because that was like a $2 million retrofit to that Good building Lord. to put in uh, the uh, everything to make that a brewery. Because what Silver Peak is now was Bailiwick's. Bailiwicks and snowshoes after, snowshoes. It was, after it was Bailiwicks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. When it was just uh, the house on the hill. Strong. Um, but yeah, Fresco's had had the pizza. They were so delicious. Yeah. Um, and then another one of my favorite places um, that had this incredible, like a Thai chicken uh, pasta dish or something, was at the Clarion. Uh, I think they they still have Cafe Al Fresco. Yeah, okay. they do. But the pizza, the wood-fired pizzas that came out. Right. Uh, they did the really well Gouda with Gouda cheese and all that. Yeah. Uh, Mark Gastineau was in there one night. Okay. I was there with Chris Carnell. Remember, you know Carnage? Yes. Sure. So I was there. I was like, <laughs> Carnell and I were eating pizza. And all of a sudden, like, I kept kind of like looking past his shoulder. Well, Mark Gastineau is a big dude. Not so. small. Yeah. And so he like, I kept like kind of like leaning over looking past Carnell's shoulder. And he goes, who are you looking at? I go, I think that dude from the Jets is here. And he goes, who? <laughs> I go, Mark Gastineau is married to Brigitte Nielsen. He goes, what? I go. Does he still have a mullet then? I didn't. Th I don't think he had the oh. mullet, oh, okay. but he was still not small. He was number ninety nine. He was the sack leader before Michael Strahan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Gastineau was in there, and I like it, it, when he got up. I kind of you know I gave him the nod, like, hey man, thanks for everything. He was like, all right, you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. That kind of quick. But wait, are we? Where are we done? We're not yeah. done, are we? We're we're to that point. Uh, I know. We Just filled it up. This conversation going. Yeah. Well, we'll edit out the first five minutes. Five minutes? You can't edit it out. Yeah, that's true. He did spend 15 minutes on the crosswalk. Which one? Du Grenet. Du Grenet. Ha ha! And the pneumatic there. diner. Pneumatic diner, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do egg cream. I know an egg cream, but I don't drink it. No, we did fraps at Du Grenet. Yeah. We didn't do egg creams. We did fraps. I, don't do, I know of them. I yeah. Know of the egg cream, but I Du Grenet is a good call, though. That's, that's, that's a, a solid call. Yeah, that was a... Really? Oh yeah, that's a, that was a fun place, and it? and uh, it was such a cool little hangout out on California, across the street from what is now uh, the little small plates place. Um, Centro. No, no. Yeah, Centro. Wine Centro. and cheese board. And well, yeah, Centro, it's yeah, next it's door. From there, yeah. yeah, and wine and cheese board is in. 
Yeah, but you went upstairs around the back was Dugrenay, and they had a sister location called the Pneumatic Diner. Yes. That was yeah. over on Riverside. And Pneumatic Diner now. I didn't know it was the same. Yeah, Pneumatic yeah. Diner now is uh, a shawarma place. Shawarma. Shawarma, that is. Really? Shaved okay, meat. I was wondering where sh the shawarma place was because I saw it on there on the maps. Yeah. I'm like, no way, we actually have a shawarma place. Shawarmageddon, I believe. Because if you are an Avengers fan in the last five minutes of the movie, uh, Tony Stark says, oh, you know, there's a shawarma place right around the corner from yep. here. And I didn't know which shawarma was, so I looked it up. And then we have one in Reno. Yeah. So I thought that no, was No, awesome. I would like in Dugrenay, if we can hit that real quick. I was welcomed in Dugrenay like a fart in a car. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Because, no, because like the metal guy who walks in with all the hair, right. you know, with all the metal people. And, yeah. and like you walk with in. With all the hipsters before there were hipsters. Dude, hipsters, goth people, like everybody's smoking cloves outside. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I hung out in there. I didn't do any of that stuff. I was just a dude. Uh -huh. I just went in there because I like the fraps. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. So you're that guy looking down your nose at me. Now. Yeah, I wasn't any of... No, what I'm saying is <laughs> I wasn't any of those things and I was in there. No, that's true. You, that, that is true. You never, you were never uh, like cut from any nope. sort of a cloth. You were just a dude who... Just rolled with whatever punch was going with the day. You listened to the police and Pantera. You were that guy. Still do. Yep. Still can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. And... Really disappointed that NASCAR wasn't on, but I will do something else that will make my world a little bit more positive. NASCAR not on. Well, they got rained out. It was supposed to be the uh, the whole dirt race today. I was so excited. Wait, there's a Dudes NASCAR on dirt. race today? It's Sunday. Oh, I don't watch NASCAR. Yeah. I tried and they They just kept turning left. One direction, yeah. Actually, not the case anymore. You turn right to turn left. It's a whole cars line. And that's what they're doing today. Okay. But it didn't happen because of the weather. Anyway, that's way off track. Okay. I see what you did there? Yeah. NASCAR, off track. Uh, ah, <laughs> Dead joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, until you have a topic that you're going to throw at me for next time? I don't. I was okay, hoping you would, you would come up with something. I will, before okay. we do next time. Very good. Until then. Here we go. Be well. <laughs>